a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. What do attendees have to look forward to at the upcoming Tennessee Telecom Association Conference in Franklin? And what's coming up for Tennessee telcos in the next year? That's what we're going to be discussing here on this episode of Story Connect Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Johns, and our our uh, guest today is Lavoy Knowles with TTA. Thanks for joining us, Lavoy. Thank you, Andy, for having me this morning. Great. We're going to talk about, we will be recording some episodes live there at the TTA conference. We wanted to get Lavoy on to talk a little bit about what's going to be happening there in Franklin. It's always a, um, a conference a lot of folks look forward to. I know from talking to vendors at other conferences, um, TTA is always one that they circle on their uh, calendar as one to be at. Uh, I know this year, particularly Lavoy, because TTA um, serves people in so many different um, kind of sectors of telecom when you look at management and accounting and, and marketing, all those different segments. Um, you've really kind of stepped out this year and, and trying to make sure you have something for everybody with some breakout sessions. Tell us a little bit about the idea there and what will be happening in those. Uh, for sure, Andy. We're, we've really, really wanted to uh, appeal to a broader base of, of our audience and the telecom companies, particularly the ILACs. And so we've talked about this for a couple of years and really haven't had a chance to solidify it until this year. But this year we're having what we call a peer group roundtable session and we're breaking it down into five different components. And basically just it's five major areas that, that folks from telephone companies uh, can identify with. And it doesn't have to be specifically in that area. They can be just interested in that area if they don't find one that they associate with. But we're going to break it down to five different segments. One is going to be the CEO general manager's uh, session. The second one is going to be the plan operations. The third one is uh, IT and networking and technology group. The third one is marketing, sales, and customer service. And the last one is going to be uh, accounting and HR. And so everyone from, from a telephone company could associate uh, in from one of those areas for the most part. And so we want to aggregate those people together so they can discuss and bring up topics of interest that they feel that's important to, to them and their group. So we'll have discussion leaders uh, for each of these areas, but basically it's it's a, it's a way and a time for the people, say, in accounting and HR can talk about problems and issues that, that affect them and no one else. It's more specific to them. And then we'll have a um, someone that we, the discussion leader will be kind of um, prodding the, the questions along to keep things moving, but uh, it should be a really exciting um, uh, segments, and I'm, I'm excited that we're able to provide these uh, uh, peer group uh, roundtables uh, this time. I'm looking forward to it. I think you said Julie Gogol will be the discussion leader for the marketing customer service session. So I know she'll do a good job, and that, that ought to be a good session. I think it's always good just to to hear from other folks um, within your kind of segment of the industry because you, you don't always get to hear from those other folks. But I think usually folks Absolutely. will pr- probably find that other folks are going through the same thing they're going through and hopefully find some solutions together. Absolutely. If nothing else, they, they maybe meet uh, people from other companies that, that they weren't um, uh, familiar with. We got a lot of, uh, seems to be a lot of turnover in our industry right now. And it could be that someone in, in, in a new position doesn't know all the other 
um, CFOs or the um, IT uh, specialists in, in the other areas. And it's a good time to meet and, and get acquainted with those. And, and networking is as is, is important as anything else at this meeting, I think, Andy. Sure. Now, with um, with the uh, the marketing folks who will be attending, it seems like at um – at TTA, there's a pretty good number of, uh, of marketing folks who are there compared to some of the other conferences that I've attended. Why do you think it's important? Um, you know, most of the money in the industry is, is towards network outside plant. Uh, a lot of these conferences, the general managers will attend. Um, but why do you think it's important for marketing customer service folks to attend state conventions uh, like TTA? Well, uh, as we mentioned earlier, you, you have to know your other um uh, colleagues and uh, many like the TTA is important to to network and to learn how those folks are, uh, build relationships, and particularly in in um, neighboring companies or companies in the same state, you want to be able to draw from their knowledge and and uh, experience. And what to do that is is uh, meet and talk with them at a, at a conference. We've always tried to have a, a, a broad a spectrum of topics in Tennessee as we could. Um, because uh, each area is very important, and, and marketing is very important of all, uh, for all companies now. And it's actually getting a more important area um, uh, when you, as you diversify to other other product lines. Sure, and I know you've got a lot of the sessions um, that will be covering uh, various uh, product lines that you mentioned. Are there a couple of sessions that uh, I don't want you to, to have to pick favorites or anything, but are there some sessions that you're either really looking forward to or that uh, that you think the marketing customer service crowd will, will get a lot out of? Well, I think that there's several that <clears throat> that would be uh, interested to uh, the marketing folks, particularly the, the one on the Tennessee Economic Community Development Commissioner, Randy Boyd. Right. He's going to be talking about the economic outlook for Tennessee, and he'll talk about the... Uh, the employment status and and um, how businesses are, are being attracted to Tennessee and, and their economic outlook. And he's also going to be talking about the broadband assessment results. As you know, that uh, uh, study is just now concluding, and we're hoping to get some uh, advanced look at the results before it gets actually published uh, published um, uh, for the media. So that'll be a good session for marketing folks to, to uh, understand. And also, uh, Kimberly Nunley is coming from NTCA. She's the uh, HR specialist, and um, uh, I think a lot of times uh, that anything in HR always bleeds over into the to marketing, marketing area as well. And, of course, you've got the uh, first session, USF reform. Um, Manny Stolakis is going to be covering that session, and um, everybody needs to know what their um, what the new rules had affects them uh, with the FCC. Because you you got to know where to put your money into, uh, into what products and know what money you can get a return for. So I think that'll be a good one as well. Right. We've got other sessions that are very interesting as also, but um, yeah, I know those, each of the sessions has something to lend. Those are three that I had circled on there as, as stuff that, that everybody, you know, applies to everybody and that, that folks need to be sure that USF, um, you know, obviously that aspect that, um, impacts all parts of the business. I know that a big part of your job, um, at, with TTA is a lot of the regulatory type issues, um, and, uh, everything going on in Nashville. 
So let's just real quick as we wrap up here. Is there anything um, on the uh, on the regulatory or legislative front here in Tennessee or federal? Um, but I know you're, most of your folks in Tennessee that folks um, that folks need to be aware of, particularly the marketing folks. Anything that may change some of their plans or strategies going forward? Well, I think the uh, the results of the broadband study is going to be very uh, important uh, from the ECD. Uh, assessment survey, and I think something that maybe hasn't been talked about too much, but the TASR summary is going to be interesting to all um, telecom employees, including marketing folks, and that will will not conclude until in the fall, but uh, it's going to be um, important to see where that falls out, too, as far as um, the TASR study. Um, And in addition, we've, um, uh, as you know, the the session has just concluded uh, back in April for this for this. 109th Tennessee General Assembly. Right. So this summer, uh, most legislatures are concentrating on getting reelected and raising money and and doing their thing about um, for the upcoming elections. But in January, we started a new session, with the 110th. So it's a two-year session. This is the beginning of a new session. So we'll uh, see how things uh, progress at that standpoint. Sure. Now, the just some real quick background on the two studies you mentioned, the ECD and then the TASR. Uh, those are studies basically where various um, government entities are looking at where broadband's available, that sort of thing, so they can that can kind of guide some decisions moving forward. Or just kind of give us a quick rundown on on those two studies, if you don't mind. Uh, the uh, the uh, broadband assessment uh, study from the ECD is actually uh, trying to decide, uh, trying to figure out. Uh, where services available in Tennessee, what it would take to serve the areas that are that are unserved at this point, uh, trying to decide what uh, level of um, underserved qualifies as underserved, and a lot of details are going to be in this ECD study that that we're looking forward to to getting the results. And I have heard that um, the um, the response rate of the survey was much better than they expected. That they had results from every county in the state, and and most of them had uh, multiple participants from uh, each county. So that's good. encouraging. So yeah. at least the results should give us a good cross section and not be skewed one way or another from uh, those that are not submitting uh, the, the uh, study. Right, right, and I know that's that's one of the things as part of um, TTA's position this past year in the legislature, with any movement on municipal broadband bills or anything like that. Some of those hot button issues. It was. Well, the government's already commissioning these studies. Let's wait and see what they say before we take any action. Um, I guess let's, since we're going to have a lot of TTA um, member um, companies uh, listening to this, just kind of run down. As I think it's an important nuance to understand. Uh, TTA's position isn't necessarily that all municipal broadband is bad. Right. That's just kind of well. I'll let I'll let you get into it, but just a little bit about TTA's position on municipal broadband. Okay. Um, yes, Andy. The TTA's position is that every, every uh, Tennessean has the should have the ability to have broadband. Uh, we've never said that um, uh, broadband's bad or we shouldn't uh, allow others to get into it, but. We feel like that every Tennessean should have the ability to get broadband in some shape, form, or fashion. What we're um, concerned about is governmental entities competing with private enterprise if there's private enterprise that's available to provide the service in a given area. Now, if there's 
an area that has no service and no one is going to provide service to that area, then it may be appropriate for uh, a municipal or a governmental agency to come out and extend service to those unserved areas. But it should not be competing with um, um, for-profit businesses uh, that are trying to trying to uh, make a profit and um, provide service to a community and do the best they can and being compete, having to compete with government entities that get um, less uh, lesser rate of interest, uh, right. uh, tax concessions, uh, public attachment concessions, and, and those kind of things. Right, right. I think that's a very common sense approach um, that uh, I like the stance that TTA has taken on that, and hopefully uh, the legislators uh, will uh, pay attention when the, the 110th session comes along, as you mentioned, next year. Well, that ought to just about wrap us up. LaVoy, thanks for joining us. Is there anything else you'd like to say about the conference or anything else TTA is, is doing before we wrap up here? I'm looking forward to, to the conference next week, Andy, and we've got uh, about 185 or 90 people signed up to come. And so if you anyone that has not signed up, they will shoot me an email this, this weekend. I'd be more than happy to get them registered. But uh, it should be a good conference, and it's an exciting one, and we've got some new things that we're um, – changing the format somewhat this time and so it should be a, a fun conference but a very informative one so hopefully we'll see everybody there sure and the tta conference will be in franklin tennessee from june 6th to june 8th i know word south will be there we'll be recording a few new episodes of uh, story connect the podcast and you've heard a little bit from lavoy about what's going to be on there there's more information there on the uh, tta website so be sure to check that out You've been listening to Story Connect the Podcast. Um, our guest was Lavoie Knowles. I'm your host, Andy Johns. And until we talk next time, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect the Podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.